Yo, what's the story? How are you? So, I uh, want to do a little bit of cover on uh, patterns, uh, rules, patterns, rules for competition. Because we're running this uh, Get Your Pattern Scored by an umpire moment, and we've had some some patterns come into us already, and we're already seeing results coming back from our three international umpires, who I'll introduce to you across this week, and you'll see who they are and what they're, you know, what they're all about. But I, I thought it'd be good to actually introduce the rules of patterns in case people aren't sure where they're falling down or what the actual rules are. Because a lot of the time we just get out on the mat, do a pattern, get a few flags, and that's that's either win or lose, right? But where, why, how, what the, what magic is being used to decipher winners from non-winners? Uh, so let's let's break down how patterns works for a competition. So a little bit different. This is again, I'm I'm taking this off the the. The ITF rules, these are the 2015 set of rules with the amendment in the 3rd of February 2017. So there you go. So we have how a patterns competition works. It's 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 1v1. One person steps onto the mat, another person steps onto the mat. Both competitors perform simultaneously. In international competition for, for black belts, it's two designated patterns. In international competition for color belt, like the World Cup, it's uh, one designated pattern. Usually, at least or at least in, in Irish uh, tournaments, it's it's optional pattern for color belts. But it's designated pattern for black belts, and it's two. So black belts, two patterns, both designated color belts, one pattern. Uh, internationally designated, nationally is optional, in, in Ireland at least, right? So... A uh, small change for the black belt as well is you have you will definitely be getting one of the three patterns from your grade and then one pattern from anywhere else. So that's how black belt patterns works. Um, and how is it scored? How is it scored? Because this is where this is where it often gets confusing. So we'll go through um, the process and the procedure, and then we'll go through the actual rules and where where they fall down. So uh, there are three levels of scoring for patterns: level one, two, three. Level one is worth up to six points. Um, and the way it works is you start at 10 points. 10. You start at 10 points. And as the umpires see errors or mistakes, they, they, they make deductions. So in level one, the, 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 the deductions come in 0.2 increments. 0.2 increments. So that means you have a maximum of 30 errors before you get a zero in level one, right? And all this is, is, is scored. So, so level one is scored as, as they're watching the pattern. So every time you make a mistake, they're clicking, 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 clicking level, you know, 0 0.2, 0 0.2, 0.2. And that's, that's your level one up to a maximum of six points lost. But there's a little caveat there as well. You, your score can go straight to zero if you have a, a, a major mistake, which I'm gonna cover. We'll cover those, those, those kind of killer mistakes in a, in a minute. Um, Level two and level three come at the end of, of the round. So when the pattern is finished, you're me, hello. Um, it's uh, level two is worth two points in 0.5 deductions. So 0 0.5, 0 0.5, 0 0.5, 0 0.5, up to two points can be removed from a, from a competitor at level two. And this is for errors in overall rhythm and sine wave. So if you, you know, if, you, if there's lots of mistakes in your rhythm and lots of mistakes in your sine wave overall, it's, it can be deducted a, a maximum of two points. Level three, similarly, uh, f a further two-point deduction in 0.5 increments. Um, and this is for errors in overall power. So if, you, if, you're, if you're strolling through your pattern with no power, there's, there's a, up to two points lost there, again, in 0.5 increments. So how this works then is after all the deductions are, are summed together, you get a total score taken away from... Your, your starting score is 10 minus what the umpires have taken off you, that's your final score. So if the umpires take six marks off you across the board, across the three levels, your final score for that pattern is four. So so that's how that that's your score. So if two people play each other, 
uh, one person finishes with a four, one person finishes with a six. The six is the winner, right? And that's how we that's how we uh, score patterns in uh, in ITF. So let's talk the actual what what are the point two deductions, what are the point five deductions, and what are the level two and level three deductions, right? So let's do the the, the serious penalties first. These are the the things that uh, the things that will send you straight to zero for an entire pattern, regardless of power or sine wave or whatever else. So if you make one of these um, these these mistakes, these are these are killer blows. You get a straight to zero, um, and there's there's only kind of there's only kind of five of them, right? Oops, kick the camera there, good stuff. So, uh, what are they? So, stopping the pattern completely or not finishing the pattern at all. So, you get halfway through, you forget where you're going, you stop, and you, sorry, it's a zero. Uh, if you pause or stop during the pattern for more than two seconds, so you're wandering through, let's take something like, uh, I don't know, Dango, and you're halfway through, and you forget where to turn, and you sit there for two or three or four seconds, and you, oh yeah, it comes back to me, and you continue on, you finish the pattern completely, doesn't matter. It's still a zero because your 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 pause or your stop is longer than two seconds. Um, if you start the pattern facing the wrong way, straight to zero, and you know that's fair enough. If you start the pattern um, that's different to the one that's been designated, and this is really only kind of at black belts or uh, I suppose color belts internationally, right? Um, and it's it, this is a kind of a double edged rule. So. If, if, if the pattern called is, is, is Dan Gun and you do Dosan, you get a zero, right? Because you didn't do the pattern that was called. Or, and here's the caveat to this one, with any fundamental technique other than the one defined for that pattern. So if you start the pattern with the wrong fundamental technique, you go straight to zero. Even if you finish the pattern completely, the first movement has to be right, is what I'm reading from that. Umpires chime in. Um another place where you go straight to zero is failing to perform the total number of movements required by the technical directions of the pattern. So if you forget a movement or you add a movement in, straight to zero, right? Um, and now this is, this is, this can be debated and you'll see why in a minute. Uh, but, but we'll see, we'll see, right? So these deductions, these zeros are these are these are the killer blows. So if you, if you make one of these mistakes, you're you go straight to zero for that pattern, and the only way you're you're getting another shot at the title or another shot at the, that round is if the other person gets a zero in in a in a one round pattern competition, for example, in which case it'd be a draw and you go again, right? Um, we've covered the level two and level three. They come down in point five, and it's just at the end of the pattern the judges will score it as they see fit. Um, how do we deduct point two? And I want to just make sure I get this right. So. The point two, so these are, uh, every occurrence of this is worth a point two deduction. So it's not like, oh, I, I only made one, I, I, I made this mistake and that's my point two deduction. If you continue to make the same mistake, it's point two off every time. So think of patterns like, uh, like Tege with the sitting stances or Poan with the sitting stances. If your sitting stance is wrong, every time you, put, every time you walk through that, that, that sequence, the, the W's in Tege or the seven continuous mo movements, you, you, it's click 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 click. You're, you're just throwing marks away because your stance is incorrect, right? So let's let's walk through what the what the point two deductions are. So uh, up to a maximum of six points. Some of them are kind of simple enough. So if you forget to call the name of the pattern at the end of the the round, point two. If you shout kiap or any kind of shouting at any point in the pattern, or you finish the pattern at the end shouting anything except the name of the pattern, point two deduction. Um, you perform uh, a technique from the pattern at an incorrect height. Uh, dosan, first movement, high outer forearm, side block, and you do middle, point two. 
Um, if you lose your balance, something like Wanyo, bending ready stance, you kick, you recover, you have a wobble, point two. Um, if you hesitate or stop for more than a split second, and that's very kind of subjective in the eye of the beholder, so, and again, comes down to rhythm, but it's, a, it's written here as a point two deduction. Not returning to the starting spot within the distance of one shoulder radius. So if your pattern is correct, enough but something like a Jungun tends to finish like really long for some people or or Dosan finishes short sometimes for people um, so you need to be within within one shoulder radius of where you started your pattern or else there's a point two deduction on that for you as well uh, interesting one here is l- lack of power on a specific technique so in addition to losing uh, your, your up to two marks for your overall lack of power you can lose point two throughout the pattern for not having power so power is becoming important now as a as a as a thing that you're you're losing marks on. So if you if you step back to the starting spot with the with the wrong foot, so instead of left to right, you do right to left, and that's that's point two deduction. Uh, if you step out of the ring completely, point two deduction. Um, if the stepping that's designated in the pattern, uh, again take Dosan center line turn, you do this incorrectly, or Kwangge with double step, you do this incorrectly. Um, where you place your foot after after kicking, for example, in something like Quebec, uh, after the Dalio Chagi before the jump side kick, uh, shifting instead of sliding, sliding instead of shifting, all of these kind of inaccurate or incorrect steppings, point two. Uh, breathing is incorrect. Take Dangun, continuous motion, y- you leave it out, point two. Uh, inaccurate preparation or execution of the technique. So ready positions and blocks incorrect you, you know instead of crossing back to back you do something like this for you'd cross the other way for a low block or whatever and it's it's incorrect um or does it's in the brackets here is written pre-action i don't really know what they mean by pre-action if you have any idea what pre-action is let me know maybe it's in from here and you you do some sort of shake or wobble or a movement that isn't part of the actual performance of the pattern isn't designated isn't written anywhere so yeah i, I guess that's pre-action um Another one that's interesting because it's worth uh, up to two marks after the fact as well is inaccurate or incorrect sine wave. So if your sine wave is off, in addition to losing up to two marks overall, you can lose 0.2 for every instance of sine wave being incorrect. So classic example is after kicking, no sine wave. Um, you know, where, where where it's meant to be. Um, Dosan, front snap kick, one yo, side piercing kick, you will go, side piercing, no sine wave, no sine wave, sorry. We see people fall into that a lot, 0.2 there. Uh, and here's here's one that's a, this is a killer for people inaccurate or incorrect stance point two um again i said to you already about some patterns like poon or take a with the with the sitting stances though sam with the sitting stance sitting stances uh, is an awful one for for killing people for i, I see it as an umpire myself point two point two point two point two point two uh but inaccurate or incorrect stance if your stance is not right you're losing point two so if your walking stance, for example, is, is, is too narrow and the whole pattern has is, is built on walking stance or L stance or something that is too wide and they, these are the two only stances and, you're, and they're incorrect, you're losing point two for every single movement. Um, inaccurate or incorrect motion. So it's it's called for continuous motion and you do connecting motion or it's called for fast motion and you do it slow or normal, right? So this is this is it. So something like Jung uh, Gun with the palm pressing block, you do these fast, point two. Um, attacking or defending with the wrong technique you do the wrong technique point two so if it's meant to be 
uh, a middle block and you do a reverse knife hand, it's point two. Um, and this is one that we've we've seen an awful lot of coming into play in the rules recently. Is incorrect suspension, holding, or termination, retraction of a kick according to the technical definition for that kick. So we have some fantastic kickers in ITF Taekwondo that really love to show that off. So we used to see side piercing kicks that would be held out there for 10 million years and then they'd come back. And try to, it's not really a side piercing kick. So it needs to lift up, hit, return, and come back. And it, it, fast enough, but fast enough to, to be a real kick uh, without, you know, sitting there and posing for 10, for four, 10 or 15 fo- photographs, right? Point two deduction there, right? Also, it means after stuff like after your kick, instead of coming back and, and retracting to the to the to the chamber position, for example, you just fall into your next stance. Point two here as well. So these are the point two deductions, and what's what's worth uh, thinking about is these point twos are uh, are, are are cumulative, right? So they, they they give an example in the rules, and I have them in front of me, so so I'm not making any mistakes, but. Um, Stuff so here's the example, right? In the event that a single technique has multiple errors, deduct one penalty for every error performed. So if the pattern requires a walking stance, high four fist punch, however the competitor performs an L stance, middle fingertip thrust, deduct point two for incorrect technique, point two for incorrect height, point two for incorrect stance, meaning a total of point six gone. So it's not just like they pick one. If they see three or four errors in one technique, you'll get clicked three or four times. And that's how deductions are gone. So uh, what I find slightly interesting about this example is, remember we talked about the um, uh, the zero point deductions, the, the the killer blows. So the the last one of them is failing to perform the total number of movements required by the technical direction of the pattern, forgetting or adding one or mo- more movement. So if you perform that example where you were supposed to be walking stance middle punch and you did an L stance fingertip thrust, have you not forgotten that movement? Have you not left that out now? Should that not be a zero because you didn't perform that? Or should it be just the point two deductions because the total number of movements is the same, even though one of them is completely wrong and you forgot it? I don't know. Umpires chime in on that one. I, I would love to know what the the law is and the ruling on that one. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, from reading the example, it seems like as long as the total number of movements is correct, even if one of them is completely wrong, you should just be technically deducted rather than penalized to zero. But that doesn't seem to make sense. If you leave out a key part of the pattern, you should get a zero, in my opinion. You know, if you leave out a movement and replace it with a different one, surely that's a zero. Who knows? I'm, that's why I'm not an international umpire and others are. So uh, these are these are some of the... Anyway, these are the, 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 the key kind of points. But again, what, what you see here is uh, an emphasis being placed on uh, things like sine wave, Things like power, right? So you can lose marks across the board for sine wave for power. Um, so these are becoming really important, really important uh, components of your pattern performance, right? Um, it, it it gives it, it makes you think how 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 you perform your pattern, right? Do I do I sacrifice balance, maybe because it's only point two, uh, looking for power, or do I sacrifice power to keep my balance and you know. Hard to know, hard to say, hard to say, right? Um, there's other people that will say, well, if you don't have balance, you don't have power, so you know that's that's on you anyway, right? So, anyway, these are the rules. These are these are how we score patterns. Uh, hopefully, it gives you some some insight into how ITF patterns are scored, and uh, it will 
give you some value and something to think about when you see the results starting to come through for our, our people who have been com- submitting patterns to us for our umpires. As I said, I'll, I'll, I'll do a little post on the three umpires that are, that are scoring patterns for us um, uh, this week or next week sometime and uh, we'll get the first few patterns out again with their scores this week or next week when I get them coming back in. So please, if you want your pattern score by an ITF international umpire that's been at Worlds and European Championships, please send them to us, get them into us and we'll, we will send your video on to them. They will score it exactly like this, the three levels. And on top of that, instead of you just getting a score, you'll get the breakdown at each level and you'll get uh, feedback from the umpire as to why as to why you're picking up losses. So rather than just, I, I lost six points and I don't know where, now you're going, well, you lost six points because all your L stances were wrong and you know your power was okay and you only lost one mark. So it, it, it'll be a little bit more uh, detailed than you'd get in a competition, right? So even if you are a, a competitor who's doing you know, patterns and has been doing patterns for a while and you're still not sure where your scores are falling down, maybe this will give you a tool here or this can, be a, can bring value to you to give you some way of figuring out uh, where you're falling down uh, from 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 at least th- these three umpires right uh, every umpire is different and patterns is notoriously um notoriously varied in, in the way it's scored and we might even see a bit of that but who knows um anyway look it's it's a tool there i think it's a really good uh it's a really good opportunity to get feedback on your patterns if you want feedback on your patterns from a competitive point of view please send them on to us and uh, if you're liking all of this stuff uh let us know let us know what you think let us know what else you'd like to see we'll do the scoring for sparring next time so you have an idea around that as well uh, how to read the scoreboard in sparring. Often I've had my own students look at the scoreboard and and not realise what's what they actually mean, thinking they're winning and they've actually just got 13 warnings or something like that. Um, so we'll we'll, di- we'll dig into that next time as well. Um, yep, so if, you, if you're enjoying the content, let us know. Like it, give it a share, subscribe to it. You can check us out on podcasts, on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, on uh, we're everywhere. So yeah, cool. Thanks for your time. I'll uh, see you next time. Cheers. <laughs>